Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Let's open up in prayer. Father, we are so thankful that we have a place that we can gather in, and we're reminded once again that we have hope. Lord, as Ben and I were praying last night, uh, thinking about all the different relationships and difficulties that people right here within our family go through, we just pray that they would hear from you today, which they already have uplifted you in song and worship. Lord, we're thankful as we open your word and it nikes into our heart through your spirit. Lord, remind us again, once again today, who we are in you. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I keep studying on this and went from one message to two. Now we're on three. <laughs> but anyways, we're going to, this is the last part of, we're blessed in the way that we're blessed when we see what the Lord wants us to see. But we're going to look at, I, I really felt the Lord wanted me to say today that we're also not only blessed, you know, when we look at things, but we're blessed in the process. You ever hear somebody say to you, you know, when something happens and they'll say this, well, you got to look, you look at the big picture, you know. I don't want to look at the big picture. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, you know, and that's the same way we all do that. Okay, I know, I know. You want to be able to grab hold of something and someone who we know is Jesus, and that's what we're going to look at today, that we're blessed in the process, and that's what I want us to look at today. I want you to be reminded once again as we look at Matthew chapter 13 and verse 16. Notice now again, Jesus spoke in the parables, and then he would either stay there or go somewhere else, and then he would interpret them. And it was up to the people of the day if they were willing to listen to the interpretation. You know, how many times did Jesus perform miracles? Think about this in the New Testament. How many times did he do something? The Bible tells us, God's word, that the people were amazed. They didn't change. They walked away. They were amazed about the miracle. But they left. They weren't changed. What God wants us to do when we look to Jesus and he tells us something, he wants us to realize that he's working in our life. And about that, knowing that we are actually blessed in the process. You know, um, we all look at back, if, if, you know, you can say if you've been uh, married a certain amount of time or, or you have kids or you have grandkids, you look at that and all of a sudden you turn around and you say, well, yeah, we've been married, you know, 10 years, we've been married 20 years. Yeah, the kids are so old and so forth. And, it, and, and we know it goes like this, right? Or you say, how long have you been at your job? You say, man, I can't believe I've been that long. I can guarantee you if it's 10 years or longer, whether it's your job situation, whether it's what we just talked about, there will be times you can point to that, that you were willing to quit. And you can look back on those times in your job, in your relationships, in school situations. 
But the way that we're able to keep going is that we're able to see what Jesus is doing and who he is in our life during that time. Well, let's look at that, that verse again. So Jesus speaks the parables, and then he goes on and he says, here's the blessing. Verse 16, but blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. How many times do people miss the blessing because they're not willing to experience what God is doing? You see, what do you mean, Dallas? All right, let me look at it this way. So the Lord would take me home this week. One of the two things you say I always want you to remember is this. You are a spiritual being, that you're spiritual, and, and, and stay true to the doctrine of God's word. Those two things, meaning that you are a spiritual being. God says, I want you to see your situation. Plug it in right now. Something that you're dealing with right now in the process that you're going through, that you're dealing with. And I want you to take that and I want you to look at it from a spiritual perspective. I want you to be able to see it in that way. And when we see it God's way, he takes his word because, you know, if we're willing to to open his word, he actually is going to speak to our spirit. He speaks to our spirit, even though we're not where we want to be, we know we're in the process because if I said before, how many times, you know, you laughed when I said this last week. And I said, hey, you know, the sign we see on the schools, right? Have a great summer. What was I say? Well, welcome back to school, right? If we can let the Lord take those situations, you know, the Lord will take them in, in what seems so long, he'll take it and he'll use it. And all of a sudden, we look back and, and God did something. Can't explain it, but he did it in the process. See, The Lord wants us to hear and see from his perspective. You know I drill that in all the time because we'll go through whatever it is this week and something will happen and you'll lose your temper or this will happen or you get so depressed about something. And God's saying you've got to see it from his perspective. Well, what does he tell us? Well, let's dive into this a little bit more. Look at Jeremiah chapter 17. In verses 7 through 8. Remember now, whenever we look at certain books of the Bible, I always like to think, who's, re- who, who's this from? Well, we know it's from the Lord. Jeremiah is a prophet. A prophet does basically two things. He brings judgment through the Lord on, on a nation or people and or he talks about the future. So here we have Jeremiah the prophet and he's talking to us that are willing to Go God's way. And listen to what he says. In Jeremiah 17, 7, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. He's looking to, for us to look to the future. And then he gives us this example. For we or he shall be like a tree planted by the waters. I don't miss that. We're given an example that we are like a tree planted by the waters. Now, notice when a, when a tree is planted, 
what is it? it it's, it's not very old. It has to be planted. And it's planted in a place to where we're seeing here, close enough to the place that it gets nourishment. So we see that we're given an example that God's saying, you and I are like this tree that has been planted by the water. What the Lord, I, I don't want you to miss this, what the Lord wants to tell us is, you can't get to, as a believer, the devil has, he wants to sift you like Peter, like Jesus told Peter, he wants to sift you as wheat this week. He wants to rip into your family. He wants to discourage you in your mind. He wants to come at you in, in every angle that you can think of. The Lord says, I want you to be positioned near the water. Jesus says that if we are with him, by him, we will never thirst again. If he is true in living water and we're right next to him, that means this is a nourishment. Well, then what's what? Right here. We talk about this all the time. You've got to be in this. Even if it's just a few, I challenge you, just a few minutes a day to stay in the word. I can't say that enough. What does he continue to tell us? By the waters. And he says, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when he comes. But its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought. Let me go back up. And will not fear. There's two aspects that we're looking at. Two kinds of fear. And will not fear when he comes. But its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought. What's the blessing? The blessing is knowing, hey, I don't have to tell you that you know that you're going to face some type of adversity in this life and you will be in the process. And when you are going through that, God is telling you that you don't have to fear and he brings it down into your everyday life, into our mind, the anxiousness, anxious. Anxious is a, it's that, you know, when all of a sudden someone, give me an example, someone, let's take someone going through a divorce. Many of you, if your families have been affected by it and you, you see what is happening to that person and you see that there is a, a, there is a nervousness in them. They're, they're sick to their stomach all the time and they're anxious because it's always right there. God's telling us that he will actually in that process, when the heat comes, what does he tell us? He tells us if we are close enough to him, let me go back to that again. And he says, and when the fear which heat comes, we will not fear. Its leaf will be green and we will not be anxious in the year. Notice, I don't, I don't like that part either. See what it says? Not in the day, not in the week. How many believers have walked away from the fellowship have walked away from being in church, have walked away because they think it's just supposed to be over. Next week, God's saying right there, hey, we, I, we like this, it's not popular, in the year of drought. Might be a while. I don't like that. We don't like it. It's going to be a while, whatever you're going through, but I want you to know, blessed in the process. How can we be blessed in the process? Well, let's continue. 
and its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will it cease from yielding fruit. Man, that's, that's amazing to me that, that there's actually you and I, how many people we see in the world, there's a standstill that goes on and there's adversity in their life. God's actually saying part of the blessing for your life when you go through that adversity in the process and you see how it encourages other people by how you're handling it, that's the fruit in the process. Also the fruit in the process that once you get through it, you look back on it and you cannot hardly believe the difference in the person that you are today compared to who you used to be. You bump into somebody you haven't seen them in a year, and all of a sudden they start talking to you about, you know, they're, you know, they're having a problem and this and that, and it's not, you know, and they're going through everything, you know, you're listening to them, and, and you walk away, and, and you think, you know, whatever they told you was so trivial, and, and you walk away going, man, you know, you're able to gauge what you've been through compared to what I, and you see how the Lord has gotten you through. You say, man, Lord, I, Man, you, I can't believe what I've been through. And, and other people look at the problems like it's such a problem. But, man, I know what I've been through. And, man, I look at life so different because you've so changed me. And I'm so blessed because I know what life is really about. See, if everything was great all the time and good, would, would we have to, would we really be honest? Would we be depending on the Lord like we do? The character in our life is when we go to Jesus in the well and constantly go to him when, we're, when so much is going on in our life, he builds a pattern. Part of the blessing of your life is the pattern that's built in there when you're going through the process. It's a blessing that you continue on that path when you get out of that situation. All right, let's bring it home in this one other prophet in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 58, verses 9 through 10. Remember now, there's another prophet. He's talking about praying and going before the Lord in, in verse 9 and 10 in Isaiah 58. And you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry and he will say, here's the check in the mail. Oh, I don't think that says that. <laughs> what does he say? Listen carefully. He doesn't give you an answer there. See, when you're in the process, don't miss what he's telling us here. He's telling you and I, when you and I pray, he's saying, I'm right here. Lord, I... This is going on and that's going on and I'm here. I'm calling out before you. His answer most of the time to you and I in the process, he comes to you and you feel his presence. That's the blessing in the process that you feel his presence. You know, we, we don't, it doesn't get fixed overnight, but he, what he's saying is what you're going through and the hurt that is happening in your life, he's saying, I'm right here. I'm right here. You know, I want you to look at this. You, you, ever, you ever, like, 
whether it's you're an, eight, an outside ATM or, or you're sitting in traffic at, at a traffic light and, and there's a car next to you or you're, or you're an ATM and you're out the world, one outside and you, and you just feel something, right? You just feel something. And, and you turn around and a person, right, is next to you in a car, they're either looking at you, right? Or at the ATM, they're, you, you feel something and the, there's a person, you know, standing right behind you. There, there's, a, there's a physical, if you can say it, there's a vibration that we have. There, it just is. It's part of nature. It's part of the way God has made us that we sense that when there's somebody there. How much more as a spiritual being does God give us in the greatest adversity that we face in this life not to know, realizing that he's right here. Lord, I, I need, please help me. Do that, do that. He says, no, very first thing I want you to know. Here, I'm right here. I'm right here. When something happens in your life, your family shows up, the first thing they do, in heartache and adversity, they're there. They hug with you. They hold you. They're there for you. They don't say anything, but they're right there. That's who Jesus is in our life. I, I want you to know that we're all looking for all these times. How many times, and I'm so thankful people are waking up to this, that, that in my profession, if you will, the name it and claim it that we see on television, I'm here to tell you today, it doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. You ever know when... A couple of those, and again, I can go down hard on this because it's what I do for a living. They'll get on there and this name and claim and preacher and this other name. And they always have three or four of them to get together. And they have their stories and they have their stories. And, and it's, it, to me, it's like a giant Ponzi scheme. That's what it's like. They just want you to give so they can live a bigger lifestyle. That's exactly what it is. God doesn't work that way. Sometimes he will. Very rarely does he come through in that way that you pray about it and all of a sudden you open the mailbox and there's a check in the mail. I'm not saying he can't do that. He can do anything he wants. I'm saying most of the time there is a process. And the process, what Jesus wants you to know today, part of the blessing, that he's making you into someone that you weren't last year. And when the heat comes in the year of drought, you're positioned so close to Jesus, it'll affect you for a minute. For a minute, it'll affect you because, you know, we have to live in this physical body. It, it, it'll hit you a little bit. But Jesus wants you to know today, life is not easy. And he wants you to know today that he's here. And if he's always there with you, God's word says he's going to anoint your steps. In other words, even when you can't see by our faith, he tells you what to do next. He shows you what to do. And when something happens, isn't it amazing? You try and tell somebody what the Lord did, and he can't experience it like you can because it happened to you. The Lord only did it just for you to show you that he's right there with you in this most adverse time in your life. And you know what? He's not going anywhere. He's right there. 
He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. I'm just here. I tell myself all the time, I'm just here to, or other people ask you, what do I do for a living? Well, I just remind people. That's what I do for a living. I just remind people. That's what I do. I'm just here to remind you that you're going to have something hit you in this life. You're probably going through it right now. I don't want you to wish life away. Don't wish it away. Because every day is just so valuable. It's so valuable. And to know that, you know, the joy of the Lord is my strength. It's not me. It's a reliability on my faith in Jesus Christ that I know that when I go through this and I... It's been months, it's been a year, it's been two years, but I know that Jesus is going to ultimately fix this because I see how he's blessing me through the process. You can't explain it a lot of times to anybody else, but you know when the Lord only did something for you that only he can do. And when you know that that happens, hold on to that to show you that he's not only right there with you, but he's blessing you in the process. We so forget that. I so want you to know because we live in such a society today that everybody wants not only a quick fix, but they, they want to feel good all the time. It's, it, it, yeah, we want that, but it's, it's just not life. It's just not life. The Lord wants you to enjoy life just as much in the valley as on the mountaintop. And the way that we do it recognize that yes he wants to bless us but are we willing to trust him enough that we'll be like the disciples Lord what does that mean well I'm going to go over there with you and I'm going to listen for you to interpret what that means the Lord wants you quiet enough in your life so he can interpret to you exactly what is happening in your life even though you might understand it he's telling you that here am I I'm I'm right here. He's right here with you today. And he's not going anywhere. Man, we are, we're just, we're so blessed to know that we have the Holy Spirit in our life. And to know we leave here today, I, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I'll close with this and our hearts are all, as Pastor he said, and as Ben was leading us in worship today, to, our hearts are a little bit heavy for the Tra family because Melanie loved the Lord so much and, and, and she's in heaven today. But she so wanted to be here the last couple weeks and, you know, she'd always sit back there with Dave in the back and going through the cancer that she was going through and, and uh, she did everything she could to get here. Why'd she do that? Because she knew the dynamic of the Holy Spirit of the fellowship of believers and of worshiping and of hearing the word and of being around God's people. She felt the presence of Jesus. Dave said she so wanted to be here last week. He had to tell her, he said, no, you just, you just physically can't. She so wanted to be here. What's the point? The point is that she's in heaven today. 
The point is that Dave knows that our life is a vapor. In a few minutes, he's going to be there with her. The point is to know as we look at our world today and we see all the craziness that's going around, we don't have to be anxious. We don't have to be fearful. We know that we have hope in a risen Savior. And one day, everything that we've been through, it's all going away, never to be thought of again. So what we have to do is we look out to the future and we see that we have hope and a risen Savior and we pull it into our daily life and we pull him in and we call upon to him, Lord, all right, can you do this? Can you? He's just there to say, hey, in the process, I just want you to know I'm here with you and you're going to get through. So you fill in today whatever it is that you're going through. And also remind yourself that it might not be this week or next month or it might not be a year from now. I was talking, to, again, Ben and I were talking this week and we were talking about a certain situation. And I said, you know, how hard it is when someone finds out that their mate has been unfaithful. How hard that is. I was telling Ben, I don't know a lot, but I know after 40-some years of ministry, I have never, ever, listen to me now, I have never, ever, ever seen an exception through all the hurt and all the heartache and all the finances that are lost and all the questioning and all the people looking at you and wondering what happened, all those things that the one who has stayed faithful I've never seen an exception where the Lord hasn't blessed and it's unbelievable what happens in their life compared to one that was unfaithful. It is, un, it, it is amazing to me. That should be an example to us to know there will never ever be any example for any one of you if you stay faithful to our Lord Jesus Christ in the midst of whatever the devil throws at you month after month harder, harder, harder than it gets and it doesn't seem to change and it seems to get worse and you don't know what to do all of a sudden you don't realize it but the Lord is right there and he's working and he fights your battles and he continues and just when you think you can't handle it he does something and you get through it and all of a sudden you turn around and you, it's been a couple years and the Lord is so blessed you don't want to go back you don't want to go back because you know and you see who Jesus is and what he's done in your life. Please listen to me today. I don't know what you're going through, but I know what we know as pastors, a lot of people are going through a lot of adversity. It's not going to change today. It will change. But I want you to know Jesus says when you call upon him today, he says, I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm right here with you. We'll fight those battles for you, and we're going to get through this. And you're going to be amazed when you get on the other side. You know, I don't understand a lot of things in life what a lot of people go through. 
but why am I still serving the Lord today? Because I've been privileged enough to see the other side. Heaven, first of all, and secondly, how those that have been faithful in any area that you've been through, any area, know this, that Jesus will always, listen to me, he will always come through. Stay close to him. Be faithful, and he will bless you in the process. And when he knocks down the devil where he can't get back up again in that situation, and you see how that you've been blessed, you will say, Lord, as it says in that verse, yield fruit. You'll take what you've been through, and you will be able to win other people to Jesus because of that adversity, and it will be worth it all. Because one day, one day, one day, the book of Revelation tells us at the very end, Jesus will wipe away every last tear. There will be no more tears in heaven, no more pain, and no more sorrow. Hold on today. Hold on to know it's not a quick fix. Know that you're blessed in the process and know that Jesus is right there with you. Call upon him, and if anything else, he's just there to hold you right now as you go through it. That's who he is. And if you're willing to do that today, if you and I, I put myself in there with you, if we are willing to do that, you and I will be amazed who he makes us, who he turns us into, the character he builds in our life, the light that comes off of us and other people will be brought in. Just like Mel. Over and over and over, she witnessed to her brother. And finally, just a week ago, that he saw how real it was. She's going. She's going to heaven. She's going. She knows she's going. She knows where she's going. And she wanted to make sure that he was going there too. And he prayed and asked Jesus into his heart. Man, that's what it's about. Let's pray. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed today and we don't understand the process, I know all of you go through certain things. I want you to know Jesus is right there. That's part of the blessing. I want you to know that He's going to uphold you enough and give you enough strength that you're going to get through that. You are going to make it, not on your own strength. You are going to make it to the one who created the universe, the one who has the sun come up every day and go down, the one who controls the moon, the oceans, the stars. Jesus is our heavenly father, and he's right there for you. As we always do, more people watch different areas and apps and all the things that we have on social media. You know, I want you to know that you can be blessed even right now through your heartache, through your hurt. Don't get better because it's real easy. Trust the Lord. Say, Dallas, I'm not sure what I, what I have to do. This is all kind of new to me. I, Jesus says, so whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Anybody, who you are, where you are. So you see, Dallas, what do I have to do? All you have to do is right now 
is trust Jesus, to believe that he's God's son, who he is, and pray and ask him in your heart. Would you pray this prayer with me? And you'll find heaven as your home. Jesus, I don't understand everything, why I've been through what I've been through. But I'm right here before you today, and I want to trust you as my Savior. So right now, Jesus, I believe that you died in the cross for me, and with my heart and with my lips, I, I pray out loud to you, Jesus, forgive me for all of my sins. I believe you died in that cross for me and you shed your perfect blood for all of my sins. Forgive me, Jesus. Come into my heart to be my Lord and Savior. Jesus, from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, I thank you for those that we say all the time here at City Church, we only won't know till we get to heaven. Many, many people have come to know you through this fellowship. Lord, we ask you, as we always do, as Ben closes in worship today. Lord, if there's someone here that doesn't know you as their Savior, may a friend bring a friend or a family member and I can open up your word they can pray that same prayer and find heaven as their home. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, 
or you can get it our church app through any of the um, streaming services and we want you to know that we'll contact you and from this day forward no matter what you face you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your savior and he'll come through in your life thank you for being with us today